Hello. Welcome to Box of Cameras. This is Matt. Calling in from a rainy, gray, cold Saturday morning here in central Iowa. Not much to do outdoors. It's about 45, 50 degrees. Nice soft rain falling. And pretty much a good day to stay inside. So, let's just uh, hop right in here. I don't have much news other than that. Um, today I was going to eh, do a few things, but, you know, weather sort of dictated what was going on. Decided to go visit my mom and got over to her house and she wasn't there. So gave her a quick call and she had gone with her friend to a funeral, which, uh, as I've been told in the past, you know, once you get old, you know, you go to funerals. As opposed to birthday parties. <laughs> okay. So anyways, uh, she was gone. So I decided since I had driven into town that I would, uh, you know, run a couple errands, pick up a few things for uh, hanging a picture. And while I was driving to the local Lowe's, drove past a uh, thrift shop. And I thought, you know what? I haven't been there before. Well... Let's just hop in there and go. So, went to the local, I don't even know what's called it, some Hope Ministry um, secondhand store. There wasn't anything there. Um, you know, nice, clean, well-lit place. I'm like, this isn't like your normal thrift store. Anyways, I decided, you know, there's another one down the road here a little bit. I think I'm going to go there too. So, here I was, accidentally thrifting. Wasn't really my plan for the day, but I thought, why not? You know, I did a show, I want to say, six months ago, roughly. And that's the last time I've been in a thrift shop. So, anyways, I decided, well, let's just see what this one has. And it was a Goodwill. And they had no cameras, nothing whatsoever. So that was a quick, quick jaunt. Nothing there. Decided, well, you know what? I think uh, time for me to head on home. And I'm driving down the road and I thought, wait a second. That's a thrift shop. I didn't even know that one existed. It was a Salvation Army. And so I'm full bore 100%. In my thrifting for the day. This is going to be great. Why not? Striking out. You know, hey, I can hop out and check some things out. So I hopped in at the Salvation Army. And Salvation Army was having customer appreciation days. So 50% off all jewelry and furniture. Plus free popcorn. And they didn't have any cameras either. So, pretty much uh, striking out as far as I'm concerned. Not a lot going to happen for me today, right? And uh, decided, well, it's time for me to head down and hit my lows and pick up some things. My wife gave me a call and reminded me that we still needed to get uh, our deep freeze replaced. Maybe I should look at those. 
while I'm out going to Lowe's. So, on my way there, hey, wait, there's another. What the heck is that? A Goodwill. So they have a Goodwill, and I pull into the parking lot. I figure, you know, I'm on a roll. Oh, for however many now. Oh, for three. And here's another place I never knew existed. And it is a... It is a Goodwill outlet store. I'd never seen or heard of such thing. Because, you know, I don't thrift. It's not my bag. And went inside and it's not set up like any store I've ever seen before. Inside were eh, a couple dozen people, maybe 30, 30 or so people, customers. Um, maybe eight or ten people working there. And they don't have shelves and racks and any of that stuff. Everything is in a giant blue bin. You know, just a big container on wheels. They're, they're about the height of a table and about the size of a, of a queen-size bed. Maybe a little bit bigger. And the bins are about a foot deep. And inside is piled up with all the stuff and, I'll just say, junk that would come into any any uh goodwill type store it's just the normal junk right and so they have probably 40 of these bins all lined up in rows and people are kind of wandering around looking at them and i'm looking at this stuff and nothing has a price tag on it and i look over at the sign at the register and it, they basically sell everything by the pound so you walk in you get yourself a cart or a box or a bag and you fill your box, bag, or cart with whatever it is that you need. And then they weigh it. And you buy everything by the pound. And it starts $1.29 for the first pound. Anything up to a pound is $1.29. And then it goes up a dollar a pound on up to large amounts. And I, I'm like, seriously, there's no way in hell I'm buying 20 pounds worth of crap from Goodwill. I'm sorry, I'd be depositing well before I would be buying. But hey, this is a new experience. Let's just see what we got. So, I'm just sort of looking through the bins. I'm not really wanting to touch anything because, you know, it is like it just came out of someone's, you know, basement. And, you know, I'm looking around and don't really see much. And then I hear some fuzzy announcement being made that I couldn't really understand what she was saying something about new basket being rolled out or something like that I think that's eventually what was said but I can't be 100% certain and here come uh, four ladies pushing two of these big carts and they put them in a line and it was like uh, a mini riot all the people that were in the store rushed to these two bends and start grabbing everything and pulling things out and people are elbowing each other and gets a mad rush to get in there and get the good crap and they're they're all just going through everything and and you know, i get to watching because i do tend to watch people a lot and i notice that there's about four or five of them that are that are wearing gloves they're specifically looking for certain items. Um, and so they, they hop in here, grab what they want, throw it in a cart, and move on down. 
and they just keep doing that, putting it in their basket, moving on down, moving on down. And I'm like, wow, this person came prepared. I mean, you would have to wear gloves to go through all this stuff. And then I heard somebody saying, hey, I can get, I can get $3 for this at my garage sale. I'm like, oh, well, that didn't weigh a pound, so you're probably going to come out ahead. And then I heard another guy saying, yep, loading up my eBay store. And then it hit me. It's like, ah, that's where all the junk for garage sales and eBay stores comes from. Goodwill outlet. Yeah, okay, well, whatever. So I was getting ready to leave and decided I would look through the bins that just got rolled out. Looking for cameras. That's really all I was looking for. And I look and what's the first thing I see? Well, let's talk about that. So I'm looking into the bin of junk. And I do mean junk. The only thing I saw that was remotely photographic up to that point was um, a broken part of a tripod. So there was the wooden leg and the tripod head that was missing everything except for the part that connected to the wooden leg. And I looked at it, I knew what it was, and I thought, well, there couldn't be the rest of the tripod in here, could there? And of course not. So, you know, it's like when you look in here, one of the things that struck me was there was one crutch. I mean, one crutch. Well, someone, I don't, don't you need two? Anyways. So I look in. And there it is. Little champagne colored piece of plastic that says point and shoot. Sweet. You know, uh, yeah, point and shoot. Okay. I know a lot of people like them. They're not my bag, but hey, whatever. I reached down and grabbed this little camera and I was like, hold on, wait. An Olympus Stylus Epic? Zoom 80? Huh. I realize it's not technically the MJU-2. And it's zoom as opposed to 35. But you know, that's a desirable camera. Don't know if it works or not. So I grabbed it and um, looked around. Saw two more point-and-shoot cameras. Uh, some sort of weird Polaroid thing. that Not a Polaroid, you know integral or crack and peel camera but a polaroid 35 millimeter camera which had seen much better days and it really needed to just be dropped into the recycle bin and some other hunk of plastic um one of those things that really the best thing we can do is just smash them to bits whenever we see them because we don't want anybody thinking that it's a decent camera so I saw three cameras, one, the Olympus Stylus Epic that is sitting in my hand right now, and these other two, and I said goodbye to them and decided to walk up to the counter, and the gal looks at me like, that. that's it? You have one thing. And she just looks at me and says, that'll be $1.29. And so she had to ring me up and with tax, I don't know what I paid, $1.35. All I know is I handed her a five and I got lots of change back. Do you need a sack? 
oh no, no, I just put this in my pocket and walked out. And lo and behold, that's how I came to own the Olympus Stylus Epic Zoom 80. So I'm sitting there going, ah, it's probably not going to work. We'll see. And, you know, I had to go do some other things. And about an hour and a half, two hours later, I got home and decided I would check on this camera. You know, it was in pretty good shape. There's got some scrapes and scuffs on it. The uh, film chamber looked very clean. The lens itself was clean on the front and rear element. Obviously, when I opened up the, the cover, it didn't turn on or didn't activate. I figured there's either no battery or a dead battery in there. And when I got home, I popped open the battery, the battery container, and of course there's a battery in there, and it doesn't work. So I grabbed one of my batteries, popped it in there, and slid the case open, and nothing. Yeah, great. I paid a dollar twenty-nine for a hunk of junk. Oh well, it'll go in the trash. No big deal. It was a fun experience. And um, I literally taken the camera and thrown it in the trash bin and uh, in my house. I was done with it. Okay, fine. And so, decided to grab a couple other cameras and, you know, let's, uh, let's start thinking about what we're going to take on vacation. So, I grabbed a couple of other cameras. There's a, I got a camera case with about a half a dozen point-and-shoot cameras in it and you know I decided well let's let's go in there and pull the batteries out of those I haven't used them I packed them up with batteries to um, give one to Stephen Ray when he was in town and pulled one out popped the battery out turned it on you know turned on the camera and it worked and so then I popped the battery out I was like well hmm maybe I should try this known working battery in that Olympus just to make sure so I went to the kitchen, dug the camera out of the trash, and popped it open, put a known working battery in it, and there we go. Popped right open, flash pops out, lens pops out, zoomed out a little bit, zoom. Yeah, that's crunchy 90s technology there. There you go. She works. The Olympus Stylus Epic Zoom 80. Cost me $1.29. Uh, popped a roll of film in it. I've, I've shot maybe three or four shots. I'm going to try and burn that up today and get it developed this evening and see if I, I got a working camera out of this. Now, that was my, my fun thing of the day. Finding a... a a camera that actually works, a point-and-shoot camera. However, it is just a point-and-shoot camera, which really isn't my cup of tea. Okay, let's talk about point-and-shoot cameras. Um, you know, this, this podcast is called Box of Cameras, and it originated because I bought a box of cameras a big box of 30 cameras, all point-and-shoot cameras because my mom said she wanted a, a, a different camera. 
And I decided, well, you know, I'll find a decent point-and-shoot camera for her. She was just using disposables. And that's really almost all that she could handle. Um, so I bought this box of, of cameras. And lo and behold, next thing you know, two years later, I'm having a podcast talking about point-and-shoot cameras. Um, I'm going to be honest. I don't really like using point-and-shoot cameras. And by that, I mean your basic small plastic camera that was everywhere back in the 90s. Um, back then, I used to work in retail, worked for Best Buy selling cameras. Um, and I sold a crap ton of these things. And I owned a lot of them. Here's one here. What do I got? A Olympus or Canon Sure Shot 65 Zoom with the date. Yeah, that's a beauty. And so basically for most years, um, I used a point and shoot camera. And I really just don't like the, the, the act of using them. They're small. The uh, viewfinders are practically non-existent. I mean, I, I have trouble seeing through my wear glasses. That alone makes it bad. And then you sit here and you, uh, you throw in the fact that they're, you know, they're cheap. You drop them, they break. And yeah, that's just not my thing. Back in the day, I owned, I mean, I would buy a new one every year because I'd be, I'd be dropping them, breaking them or whatever. So a lot of these different cameras that um, are out there today, uh, I see, I, I'm just sort of shocked that, that people had, there's a thing that people actually want to get 90s plastic point and shoot cameras and use them. I mean, seriously, here's an Olympus stylus epic zoom or for probably the same amount of money, if not less, you can buy an Olympus OM-1N. An OM-10, an OMG, my God, uh, so much better. And, and an actual physical and tactile joy to shoot as opposed to putting something up to your eye and not being able to see what you're shooting, shooting and pressing and having the flash come on every single time and that type of thing. So that's just not my thing, not the way that I like to shoot. So I do have, I still have loads of these cameras, the box of cameras that I originally purchased, and I get new ones on occasion, just like this on a fluke. Um, and yet I, do, I, don't, I don't shoot them. Um, this Olympus, the one I got today, it's, it's probably, I'm not going to say for certain, I'm going to test it out and we're going to see what happens. But it's probably going to make its trip on to another person. I'm either going to sell it or I'm going to give it away. More than likely, I think I'm, it's going to be a gift for, for someone. I got an idea what I'm going to do with it. So anyways, I, uh, you know, point and shoot cameras. I see people, you know, clamoring for these, these Olympus XAs, uh, you know, smaller rollies, although those are, you know, tend to be a little bit more properly constructed you know once you got into the 90s with 
with everything that was plastic and even the fake uh, chrome on things. I just, I just can't, I just can't abide by that stuff these days. I just don't want to mess with it. Um, you know, I realize that there's something to be said for a small camera you can slip into your pocket, but I don't want to do that. I mean, I'm the guy that put a neck strap on my Yashica 124G so I could walk around carrying it. You know, I'll, I'll, I'll carry the, the giant TLR. You know, I'll, I'll carry a folder. I would much rather do that than, than have some small point-and-shoot camera. But I realize that not everybody is that way. People love them. And if that's what you like to shoot, you know, hey, more power to you. Get out there and rock it. You know, because there's one thing I do know, and that's that these cameras are capable of taking some fantastic photos. Again, a camera's just a tool. It's it's you know, you put this camera in the hand of a of a great photographer, they're gonna take great photos with it. So maybe that's the other reason I don't care for them because it's mine. I'm taking the photos. I certainly am not great, and you know I'm more than capable of producing crappy photos on every single roll. So that's probably has something to do with it. But um, you know, seriously, I have seen some some great photos taken by people using uh, point and shoot cameras. So I don't want to put them down as a tool. Just saying that the feel, the use, is not for me. So. If you're a point-and-shoot shooter, shoot them. If you're like me and not, don't shoot them. In the end, use what, what works best for you, what makes you feel thrilled when you take a photograph. That's what I would tell everybody to do. Okay, so in my last segment here, I'm, just, I, I'm kind of at a loss. Got vacation coming up here going to be gone for two weeks well roughly two weeks probably 10 days i think and my wife and i are taking a road trip and we're driving out east we're going to go to uh, new york uh, niagara finger lakes area primarily is where we're going to spend our time um do some leaf peeping you know for those of you who don't know that's looking at the lovely fall colors Hopefully we're going to hit that at, at a good time. And that's sort of, you know, for us, that's the kind of thing that we like to do. We like to be outdoors, go to, you know, restaurants and wineries and breweries and museums and things like that. The hustle and bustle of the city is fine, but I'm happier when I'm not there. So, you know, we told people, yeah, we're going to go to New York. And everybody's like, New York City? No, 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 not there. We're going to go see some lakes and some leaves. And they're like, okay, yeah, you guys are, I always knew you're weird. Okay. But that leaves me with a dilemma. What cameras do I take on vacation? Now, I know some people are of the, the mind that, you know, hey, take a, take a camera. Take a film camera. Take, a, a, take your, the one you're going to use the most your favorite and that's fine i'm probably going to do that but my issue is that i generally take a lot of cameras um you know like i'll I'll, uh, last year i had a backpack and it was stuffed full of cameras now in addition to that i had a a camera bag like the one that you would wear 
you know, an actual camera bag that would hold three or four cameras. And I took that too. And then I also took another camera bag that was just full of film. Hmm. Also took a tripod. Also took my, my changing bag, my dark bag, which that goes no matter what. Because you never know when you're going to need total darkness when you're working with film. Um, but in the end, I'm really just sort of stuck here. I don't really know what I'm going to take. Um, you know, I want to take all of them, and yet I want to, I want to try to narrow it down and maybe limit myself to five. That, that almost, I'm almost palpitating thinking I'm only going to take five, but that's where I'm at. So anyways, uh, you know, hey, if, if you've got a suggestion, tell me what you would do. I think I, I might put a little thing up on the on Gutterman's Negative Positives Facebook page and just sort of ask, what camera should I take? I think I'll do a poll or something. I mean, I've got loads. I'm standing here in my, my computer room, which is just basically my junk room where I hang out. And I've got everything from TLRs to box cameras to point and shoots to dozens of SLRs. And I mean dozens, maybe more. I've got Polaroids. I've got, what? there's my Holga over there, my Kodak Brownie, my Imperial Satellite. I've just got dozens of them. There's, a, well, there's my pile of Nikons. My box of Minolta's. I have a toolbox. Great big toolbox, and it's full of Minolta's. And I've got a pile over here of broken stuff. What is that, a Pentax? Anyway. So, basically, what do you take on vacation? What do you, how do you approach it? I'm going to be gone for 10 days. I'm going to be outdoors. I'm going to be shooting some nature scenery stuff. Some indoor stuff with just my wife and I. Um, maybe do some pinhole. Yeah, I think so. Um, but that's, re that's really my dilemma. You know, and I look at it this way. That's a damn good dilemma to have. I'm sitting here getting ready to go on vacation, which is great. Wondering which of my overabundance of cameras I'm going to take with me um, to, to enjoy my time with my wife, enjoying one of my pastimes and seeing some parts of the country that we haven't ever seen before. And you know what? If my dilemma is how many cameras am I going to take and which ones, well... I'm doing pretty damn good. So anyways, I just want to say to everybody, enjoy the weekend. I hope where you're at that it's not raining unless you like the rain, in which case I, I wish you all the rain in the world. Um, otherwise, enjoy each other. Enjoy your time together. You know, shoot some photographs. Shoot some film. Share them with me on Instagram at Box of Cameras. That's, that's one word. Hashtag Box of Cameras. I can be reached at box underscore of underscore cameras on Instagram. Um, I'm on all the other social medias, so Matt Melcher, you can reach out to me. If you sent me a personal friend request on Facebook, don't be offended if I have not accepted it or declined it, mainly because I kind of have a love-hate relationship with Facebook. I'm kind of hating it these days.
Um, but I do participate in some of the other film photography groups on it. Uh, I tend to try to keep my Facebook just for my friends and family, close friends and family, people I see on a daily, weekly, monthly basis. So if I did accept your friend request, you must be cool. Anyways, have a great day. Have a great weekend. Get out there and shoot some shots. You know, that's what it's all about, right? <laughs>